0: Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Analyst Corner Podcast. My name is Will. I'm very excited to be back on another episode of the Analyst Corner Podcast. Uh, this time around, I would like to talk about the the NBA Finals. Uh, I would like to talk about the Lakers versus Heat. I would like to talk about who do I think will be the most impactful players and give my thought process on how do I think these Finals are going to develop um, who I think is going to win them and overall just talk about the matchup between the Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers. So yeah, before we get started, uh, make sure to follow us at Twitter and at our Instagram at The Analyst Corner so you get updates of whenever we do podcasts, we, we do posts where we can debate on the comment section and we just like to engage with our community so be sure to follow us at our socials And be sure to share this episode with your friends. So, with that out of the way, I would like to get started in today's episode. So, let's start with what I think this NBA Finals is going to look like and the most important aspects I think every team should be looking for. First of all, kudos to the Miami Heat. Uh, No one saw this coming. I mean... Everybody thought the finals were going to be between the Bucs and the Lakers or the Bucs and the Clippers or maybe the Boston, but no one saw the Miami Heat making the NBA Finals. And I got to give kudos to them because they just kept fighting. They kept proving everyone wrong. And after defeating the Bucks, I mean, they just kept that momentum going. and Now they are in the NBA Finals. Uh, also, shout out to Jimmy Butler, who a lot of people thought he was going to be a cancer in Miami. A lot of people thought he was a problem on Philly and on the team rules. And surprisingly, he has been a great leader for this team. And the moment he joined the team, the impact was just amazing, you know. And now he's in his first ever NBA Finals. So first, congratulations to the Miami Heat. Um, and no matter the result, this was a great season for them. They should be proud of it. And they are a mental tough team. Uh, that's going to give the Lakers some problems. But yeah, I mean, first I would like to congratulate them for making it this far. So yeah, also congratulations to the Los Angeles Lakers, obviously, but I already had them making the finals, so I would like to give the, the consideration and the props to the Miami Heat. Okay, so with that out of the way, we can start talking about the NBA Finals and my prediction for the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat matchup. First of all, we got to talk about the superstars. We already know the two best players in the series are going to be LeBron James and Anthony Davis. At least on paper, obviously, Jimmy Butler could outplay Anthony Davis. I still trust LeBron to be the best player on the series. But yeah, maybe Anthony Davis can have a bad game here and there. But I also think the Miami Heat doesn't have anyone who can stop him. Yes, Bam Avedayo was a great defender against the Bucks and Giannis Uh He was a great defender in the post, uh, even rejecting Jason Tatum in the Boston series and saving a game. But I don't see Bam stopping Anthony Davis. I mean, he's just a one-of-a-kind player. He's just a monster. And I don't think they're going to have an answer for him. Maybe they can slow him down and that could make Butler the second-best player in the series. But I can't see Bama Bedayo outplaying Anthony Davis, but again, he can prove me wrong. But yeah, when we go to the matchup, I mean, LeBron James has appeared in nine of the last 10 NBA Finals. You cannot bet against the man. I mean, he has shown that he has the ability of carrying a team to the NBA Finals, even carrying a team to the championship like he did with the Cleveland team. Uh, some people will argue he they had. Kyrie Irving hitting the shot, Um, Kevin Love was a great defender in that series, but none of those players were the caliber Anthony Davis is. So I truly expect LeBron James to have a great series and help Anthony Davis carry that load since he's his first appearance in an NBA Finals as well. Um, But yeah, I do believe that it's the best teammate he has since the Cleveland days, and it's going to make it easier for him. So one thing I've learned is not to bet against LeBron James. I mean, he just does it all for the Los Angeles Lakers on the offensive end. He's responsible for generating a huge chunk of their offense output between scoring, assisting, and just making plays for everybody. I mean, he will put a lot of pressure on Miami's defense, and he will create some action trying to get his teammates involved But ultimately, I think LeBron James has to have that Mamba mentality and he needs to put it all in the offense and try to carry the team by himself in case Anthony Davis is not having a great series. Um, In the final moments of a close game, I mean, there's no one that I would rather have than LeBron James with the ball in his hands. It might be his 17th season, but it hell doesn't look like it. I mean, he has been playing an elite level and I don't think anyone in the Heat can guard him, so I still think he can be unstoppable. If we move on to Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis will play a huge role in this series. Hell, he could even steal the Finals MVP from LeBron James. He has great games and shows the versatility he has been showing through the playoffs. But yeah, I mean, Davis has been leading the Lakers in scoring through the past season. And he has helped a lot of the offense. His impact is more than in the offensive end. I mean, he's a great defender. He was a front runner for the Defensive Player of the Year award. Uh, but Janice was just amazing this season. But his versatility is gonna come in handy this series. I mean, he's a big man who can spread the floor, he can take it to the cup, he can dribble the ball, he can take slow defenders off the dribble, he can shoot the mid-range. I mean as I've been saying all season long, he is just a monster, and I don't expect him to slow down this time. He will have to guard Bama Vidal, which is going to be a little bit more of a, of a tougher matchup than what he has faced, because Nikola Jokic was guarded by Dwight Howard, even if Anthony Davis took on him a few times here and there. I think this time around in the NBA Finals, he will play a lot of center because Bam is too too skilled to be guarded by Dwight. So I think Anthony Davis will have to guard him. But he's a dangerous perimeter player. He can shoot the three. And when it comes to potential in two-way impact, there's no player that comes in handy more than Anthony Davis in this series. So he needs to be huge for them. If we move on to Jimmy Butler, I mean... Jimmy Butler is one of the two, uh, one of the best two-way players in the NBA. There's no arguing that. Uh, and now he will have the opportunity to showcase that skill set. Uh, he's gonna go up against LeBron. I'll hope that Eric Spoelstra puts him on LeBron most of the game. Maybe you can save his energy for the offensive end here and there by putting Iguodala on LeBron or Jay Crowder on LeBron. But I think Jimmy needs to be the primary defender on LeBron James. Otherwise, this year is not going to be close. But yeah, I mean, Butler is second on the team in scoring and rebounds per game, third in assists and first in steals. He just does it all for the Miami Heat. I mean, he's a big reason why they're having this big run. He is a great impact player, even if he's not leading the team scoring, even if he's not the guy that's going to put 40 points a game. He can impact the game in so many other ways that it will just be helpful for the Miami Heat if he does all the little things. But with that being said, I do think he needs to have more than a 20-point-per-game average. Because the NBA Finals comes down to superstar. I mean, even if they are the underdogs and the team is playing well all around and they have all the guys contributing. I do believe that Jimmy Butler needs to take over the game somewhat. Uh, Eric Spolster needs to to give him the ball a little bit more. Uh, He needs to be a little bit more uh, in attack mode. Because so far, he has been doing whatever he needs to do in order to win games. And if he doesn't need to score, he just doesn't do it. But I think in this series, he's going to have to take matters into his own hands from time to time. And he needs to be the top option in crutch time. Uh, And this could be a great opportunity for him to alter the series and just establish himself as a superstar in this league. If we move on to Bama Vidal, uh, I think this is just the beginning for him. I mean, I love Bama Vidalio. I'm a huge fan of his game. I think he's one of the best big in the game right now. He's so versatile. He can pass. He can dribble. He can shoot. He can rebound. He can run the floor. Uh, even if he doesn't have a three-point shot yet, I mean, he can shoot that mid-range and spread the floor a little bit for the Miami Heat. As I said earlier, his block on Jason Tatum was just one of the best individual defensive plays I've ever seen. And he has been huge for the Miami Heat. I mean, if they need him to score 30, he goes there and do it. If he needs to play defense, he does it. He's one of those big men that you hate to go up against with what you will love to have on your team. So he's definitely a great asset for the Miami Heat. And I think he needs to be aggressive. Because he will have to guard Anthony Davis. I don't expect uh, Jake Crowder or Miles Leonard or Kelly Olynyk or those guys to care, to try to carry the defensive load of Anthony Davis. I think Bam has to take that task, and it might tire him and make him don't have energy on the offensive end. But he needs to find a way to balance it because he is going to have the task of guarding Anthony Davis. But he still needs to be effective on the offensive end. Uh, he was Miami's leading rebounder this postseason, but uh, he needs to go for those second chance opportunities. Even if it's hard to get rebounds on Anthony Davis, he needs to be a pest down low. He needs to be uh physical with Anthony Davis. He needs to tire him up so they can cancel each other out. You know, Anthony Davis wears him out in the in the defensive end, but then he tries to get Anthony Davis tired on the offensive end. So yeah. I think Bam is going to have a huge impact on this game. But since he's too young, I mean, maybe the pressure is going to get on him. Uh, maybe he's not going to be able to guard Anthony Davis as, a, as he's supposed to. Or maybe he does, but he's just so low in, er- in energy for the offensive end. But I still trust Bam Abedai is going to find a way to impact the game. And I think he can propel Miami to some wins in this series. Um. now I would like to talk about about some wild cards in this series. I think these players need to step up and play huge for this team because maybe Butler and Bam doesn't have the, the big numbers the superstars put, but they do all the little things that can impact the game. And whenever that doesn't work, they have Hero, they have Goran, they have other guys who can carry the offensive load. But the Lakers don't have that. So there's going to be some wild cards that need to step up for both teams, uh, especially the Lakers, because as I've been saying all year long, uh, they don't have a third option established. Playoff Rondo is a great story, but even if he impacts the game in other ways, they will need a third scoring option in order to win. So let's start by calling uh Goran Dragic. I mean, Dragic has been amazing for Miami this season. He's one of the reasons they are in this position. He, he has been the top scorer in this bubble and in the postseason. Uh, and he has just came big with shot after shot after shot. I mean, in the Celtics series, it looked like he couldn't miss from three. And he has been assisting and making Bama Vedayo involved in the game. He also... though. Has a great playmaking ability and he just can make a lot of impact on this game. I think Miami needs to rely on Goran Dragic as a third option. I don't think this is the time to have him as a top scorer. Um, I think he needs to be that third option that provides some help to Bam and Jimmy. But he still needs to be that 20-point scorer that he has been through the postseason if they want to have a chance of winning this championship. Uh, but in the other side, for the Los Angeles Lakers, I will say Kyle Kuzma. I know Kuzma has been playing not the best basketball since the bubble restarted. Um, He hasn't had that huge game where he puts, I don't know, 25 or 30 points a game like Tyler Hero did against the Boston Celtics. Um, he ju- He just hasn't had that game. But I think that... LeBron James and Anthony Davis can carry a large load for the Lakers, but as I've been saying, they cannot do it by themselves, especially against this team that has great uh, pieces that each of them can contribute with something. Kuzma needs to come in, and he needs to be the third option. Um, James and Davis had uh, averaged over 10 points in the fourth quarter this postseason, And Kuzma needs to be part of that tandem. I mean, he needs to potentially become the third scorer for the Lakers, average between 15 to 17 points a game, so he can swing the series in the Lakers' favor because it's not going to be easy. I mean, even if the superstars cancel each other out or if they slow down LeBron James or Anthony Davis, um, the Heat has the advantage on the fact that they have better role players, they have better players, um, scorers—they can shoot the three. So I'm worried about it. I mean, I think Kyle Kuzma is gonna play a big role, and he needs to step up for this team. Otherwise, the Lakers are not gonna have no chance. Other two um, Wildcards I would like to mention are Tyler Hero, of course. uh there's this notion that Tyler Hero just has the biggest guts in a rookie that we have ever seen. He just had a 30-point performance against the Celtics. And I think in this series, we could see another Tyler Hero game where Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, and Bam uh, are not being amazing, but they're just doing quite enough to get Hero into a position of scoring 30, maybe 25-ish. Uh but I think there's a potential in this series to have another Tyler Hero game. And the Heat have a lot of, of options in the offensive end, but ultimately I think Hero is gonna have a great impact off the bench and he's the most impactful for his team. Uh in the other way, I think it's Rajon Rondo. I mean, he doesn't star for the Lakers, but he still plays an integral role for the team as a secondary ball handler and playmaker. Player Rondo is just the real deal. When he takes this role, he, he just takes the pressure of LeBron James of playmaking him, allowing him to play off the ball a bit where he can be dangerous. And Rondo has just been a key factor to the Lakers' success. I mean, you saw it against the Rockets, the, def- the defensive effort he just put against Harden, against Westbrook, against all the guards, and then against the Denver Nuggets. I mean, there was um, points in the game where Rondo just provided that spark of energy in the defensive end that created offense, and that just has been huge. I mean, he's making his three-point shots. He has been making mid-range. He's attacking a basket, creating for others. I mean, he has been amazing this postseason, and I still think that Rajon Rondo needs to play a great role in this series. So, yeah, moving on to the overall team, I think... As I said it in the beginning of the podcast, LeBron James and Anthony Davis are the best superstars of this series, at least on paper. They should be able to carry the team. They should be able to be the 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 two-head monster they have been through this postseason. But I don't think Jimmy Butler and Bam are going to be that far behind because, as I've been saying, they, they can impact the game in so many ways that even if you take the offensive end away from them, they still can impact defensively, playmaking, doing the little stuff and the intangibles that no one else does. So, yeah, I think that this series is going to go down to the fact that how big can LeBron James and Anthony Davis make the gap between them and the the second pair of superstars in Bam and Jimmy? Um, I think it's going to come down to that. Also, it's going to come down to that of how impactful the role players can be. Because we have seen times where Danny Green, he just doesn't buy a bucket. He cannot hit a jump shot. He just shoots break after break after break. And that's just not going to cut it in the NBA Finals. I mean, I would like to say, yes, he's making up for that in the defensive end. But he's just not the player he once was. I mean, he's not the defender you you will like on Jimmy Butler or that. I mean, he's just way older and he's not the same defender he once was. So Danny Green has, has to step up this series because he has been playing bad these playoffs. I mean, there's been times where I just think to myself... They shouldn't even put him in the game. I mean, he sometimes hits that three here and there, but then commits foul on the... Or then he just gets too shot happy and starts shooting or driving to the basket when that's not his game. And it just gets t- uh, tiresome and I, it just gets frustrating. So, yeah, I think role players like Danny Green, KCP, uh, Alex Caruso. I think Alex Caruso is going to have a big impact on this game. I think he's going to play a lot of minutes. I think it's going to be Gordon either Goran, Dragic, or Tyler Hero, and he needs to focus on the defensive end because he's an underrated defender. His defensive stats prove that. He's one of the best uh, defenders in the bubble, at least of the teams that were left in the semifinals. And he can be annoying on Dragics and annoying on Tyler Hero, so he just needs to do a good job of staying in front of them, and he could be a huge part of the Lakers' defensive success. Um, other player I think that needs to step up big time is going to be Dwight Howard because I don't think the Miami Heat have a backup for Bam Adebayo. I mean, sometimes they bring Iguodala in and they just move Crowder to the center position to try to spread the floor or maybe they play Olenek as the center or even Miles Lerner could see some minutes just to bother Anthony Davis and just to try to wear him down but ultimately Dwight Howard has to dominate against the the bench unit because I don't think they have someone besides Bam who can physically compete against Dwight Howard so he needs to be a pest just like he was with Jokic he needs to put in that effort he needs to keep going to the offensive glass grab rebounds get second chance points and just be a pest like he was with Jokic annoying Bam Adebayo annoying Kelly Linick and just creating opportunities for the Lakers to keep um, attacking and attacking. Um, Duncan Robinson, in the other hand, in the other side for the Miami Heat, I think he needs to be a little bit more consistent and more intelligent with his shots. Because even if he has the confidence, sometimes he looks too shot happy to my eyes where he's trying to take a contested three, a three-fall enough to the rafters, uh, just some deep three from half the court. I mean, he needs to be a little bit more smart with the shots, even if he's a great shooter. I think um, the Lakers' perimeter defenders can somewhat bother him. So he needs to not be that shot happy. And Andre Wadala needs to just go back a couple years and become the defender he was in LeBron James, even though I, I'm not one of the people who believe he stopped LeBron. But I think he can wear him down and just bother him enough to just alter his shots. So, yeah, basically, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Andre Wadola need to play better. I mean, I think this this series is going to be seven to eight deep for each team on the players they go. Uh, And it's going to depend on the superstars and the six men and the seven guy that comes in who can provide something out of the out of the minutes they get. Because I think there's going to be some games where Jimmy Butler and LeBron James might have the same points or the same assists. Uh, and maybe Bam is having a better game than Anthony Davis, or maybe Anthony Davis is having a better game than Bam. But um, I think that burst the bench unit gives is what is going to take either team over the hump. So, yeah. Um, now if we move on to the coaching, I would like to say that Eric Spolstra is a better coach than Frank Bogle. Just because I'm very high on Spolstra, I think he is an underrated coach. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, and I think he just knows X and O so bad. Uh, besides, he coached LeBron, so maybe he has some insight there. So I do think Eric Spolstra could out-coach Frank Bogle, but Bogle has been doing a great job with the Lakers. I mean, I don't think the gap is too big between Spolzer and Bogle, and even if Bogle struggles a little bit, they still have the best on-court coach in LeBron James, so that can make up for it. So I don't see them getting out-coached that bad, but I could see some plays here and there, or maybe a last-second shot, or maybe even a full game where just Eric Spolstra's defense and offensive sets are better than Frank Bogle's. But either way, I still think that LeBron James could make up for that. And not to throw flowers to LeBron James, but he has just proven he's a great uh, general in the court and off the court. So even if it's Eric Spolstra outplays and outcoaches Frank Bogle. Uh, I think they will be fine, as long as it's just not a big gap between the two of them. So yeah, I still believe Eric Spolster is the best coach. Uh, They have Pat Riley behind the curtains. But ultimately, um, they still have the best player on the planet. So I still got the Lakers winning. But if we move on to the defense, uh, I do think the zone defense might work at first. Maybe the zone defense will work because sometimes the Lakers shooters become too inconsistent. I mean, Kentavis Caldwell-Pope and Danny Green can just go 0 from 20 in a game. So I think the zone coverage could work a little bit in the first couple games. But I think then uh, Anthony Davis and Danny Green and Regen Rondo and LeBron James, who are veterans who play this game a lot and have high basketball IQ, they can figure out the zone defense. And I could see Spolstra going back to -to man-to-man defense or maybe even a variation of the zone. But, yeah, I don't think the zone defense is going to work 100% like it did with Boston or like it did with Milwaukee at times. Um, because basically I think the Lakers have the ability to adapt to the defense they throw at them, so they will need to keep rotating between defensive sets and change the order of the defense in order to be effective. But, I mean, the defense this year has been a big part of the Miami's heat success, so they need to keep an eye on that side of the floor because if the Lakers just figure out the defense... I mean, I think the Heat are just going to be in trouble because even if they have some offensive weapons, the break they've been getting in the Boston series and in the Milwaukee series have been the stops they were able to create. And if they cannot do that with the Lakers, this is just just not going to be a quick... It's not going to be a long series. It's going to be a quick one. So, yeah, I mean, I think the Lakers will win it all, but I still think the Miami Heat will make it tough on them. Yeah, so with that being said, uh, I would like to move on to who do the Lakers start and who do the Miami Heat start. I think for the Lakers, obviously, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. I think Danny Green's still going to be a lock for the starting lineup, even though he has been struggling with his three-point shot through the bubble and through the postseason. I still think uh, the respect he has around the league as a shooter and the impact he has creating space, I think it's still gonna matter. So I think uh Frank Bogle's still gonna go with him. Uh maybe the other guard's gonna be Kentavious Cowell Pope, uh, because he has been starting for most of the Lakers game and ultimately he has been playing good these past couple rounds. He has been making shots, he has uh an okay game here and there of 15 points, 17 points. So I think he's going to be the the guard to start. But then you have the question of, do we start two big men or do we keep it small, play Anthony Davis at center all game and just try to go with more shooting? I think that the Lakers at the beginning will go two big men they would try to do the same thing they did with Jokic, where they throw either Jabel McGee or Dwight Howard at Bama Vidaio, try to wear him down, try to get him in foul trouble, try to get him in his head, um, and just try to be a pest so that when the time comes when, where Anthony Davis needs to guard him or go up against him, he will have either fouls on his name or or he will just not be in the mental state he should be, so Anthony Davis can take advantage of that. So yes, I do believe for the first couple of games, they are going to go with two big men, starting Dwight Howard. And if they see that doesn't work because Miami is, is pacing the floor and they are just killing them with the three-point shot, I think Marquise Morris is going to be the answer. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I think he has been okay these past couple rounds, so he could easily take on Jay Crowder or Duncan Robinson, whoever is going to have that fourth spot, Uh, but that is going to depend on how impactful Dwayne Howard is going to be on Bama Vidal and how bad is the Miami Heat killing them with the shooting, so for the Miami Heat, I think it's going to be Goran Dragic, uh, Jimmy Butler, and Bama Vidal. those are like the locked-in starters, and I think it's going to depend on the game. I think Dre, Jay Crowder is going to still start. Uh, I think he can play the four, even if he cannot stop Anthony Davis if the Lakers go uh, two big men. I think he could just try to bother him uh, enough just for the second defender to come in and double. Uh, but I think Spoh likes the spacing and the shooting and just the energy that Jake Crowder provides. Because this past couple rounds, he has been like uh, a general in the in the floor. He has been providing energy. He has been um, a verbal leader in the court. So I think Crowder still is going to get the starting spot. But then the question comes off, do we start Duncan Robinson? Or do we try to bring uh, Andre Wadala in for better defense? So... Um, it, it will depend on how the Lakers approach the game. I think uh, the Miami Heat will keep the starting lineup as they had last, last round against the Celtics, where Duncan Robinson starts. But depending on how much LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and others kill them on the offensive end, I think it's going to depend if Andrew Waddola gets boosted into the starting lineup. Because even if Eric Spoelstra would like to save him for when Jimmy Butler is resting so he can guard LeBron or Anthony Davis, uh, maybe there's going to be the need of Spoelstra to put him starting and just put him on LeBron at all times. And then just put uh, Jay Crowder on him sometimes or try to get um. Uh, Kelly Olenek on him or try to get Miles Leonard. I mean, just throw bodies at him because I don't think they have a stopper for LeBron James, but they can throw a lot of bodies. Uh, but ultimately, I think they're going to go with Duncan Robinson for the spacing. Uh, but yeah, if they see that the Lakers are killing them with the two big men lineup, they might try to bring Kelly Olinick into the starting lineup just to bring more height. Uh but ultimately I think Duncan Robinson and Andre Wadola are fighting for that fourth uh for that fifth starter spot. Uh but if I was Spo, I will give it to Duncan Robinson just because of the offense. And depending on how bad they are killing me in the defensive end, I will switch it to either Andre Wadola or maybe even try to get Tyler Hero in and move Jimmy Butler to the three spot. So, yeah, with all that being said, um, I'll have Lakers winning in seven. And here's why. I think the zone defense is going to provide some problems at first. Um, they are, It's going to be tough for the Lakers to figure it out maybe at the beginning just because of the energy the heat gives in the defense event. Uh, I think Jimmy Butler and Bama Adebayo are going to be a pest on Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I think Andrew Wadola is going to be a great defender on them. I think the fact they have two of the best shooters in the in the series right now in Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson is going to create some issues. Maybe the Lakers guards are going to have one of those nights where they just go zero from 20. Uh Danny Green and Kaiwo Poe cannot just cannot buy a bucket to save their life. But ultimately, I think the Miami Heat have earned my respect enough to give them two or three games in their favor out of pure will and just the great coaching Eric Spolstra has been doing with this team but at the end I think LeBron James and Anthony Davis will have all the tools and the basketball IQ to overcome everything they throw at them so yeah it's gonna depend on that gap I've been saying all podcast long that LeBron James and Anthony Davis can create against the the two stars for the Heat, either Bama Vidayo and Jimmy Butler or Jimmy Butler and Goran Dragic. So it's going to depend big time on that and the the contributions they can get from the role players. But ultimately, it's going to go down to the stars because I think the rosters are going to go seven, eight deep max. Um, And this is just going to be a great series. I mean, I'm excited for it. I think the Miami Heat give me that, 2004 Detroit Pistons vibe where it is, it's just all team effort and they just have those dogs in the team. They just have the mama mentality to go and get it. They don't fear nobody. And I got to respect that. I got to give them two or three games. And I got Lakers in seven just because I cannot bet against LeBron James. The man has been doing this for a decade and he has been doing it against elite teams. So I do still trust him in year 17 to carry the team to a championship. And he has Anthony Davis, who is a top five player in the NBA, alongside with him to help him carry the offensive load. So yeah, ultimately, I think they have more superstar power and that's going to impact the game. It was a great run for the Miami Heat. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, no matter the result, they have been giving their hearts out the fans know it, the media knows it, even the players know it. So big props to the Heat. But I do have the Lakers winning seven. But this series is just going to be fun. I mean, we're going to get to watch Jimmy Butler go up against LeBron, Bam against Anthony Davis, and just that dog mentality the Miami team has. And watching LeBron James go up against his old team is, is always fun. So... Yeah, ultimately, I got Lakers in seven. I think this is going to be a great series. I think it's going to depend a lot in the superstar power and in the role-player contributions they get from their sixth to seventh man. But yeah, this is going to be a heck of a series. We're going to get to watch two great coaches go up against each other. We're going to get to watch one emerging superstar and one great player in Jimmy Butler go up against two of the best superstars in the NBA right now. And one of the hottest teams in the bubble and in the playoffs go up against the team who is trying to win it for Kobe. I mean, this is just a great narrative. Uh, It's going to be a heck of a series. I think they're going to go the distance. And I think it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I think it's going to be a hard championship for LeBron James. He's going to have to earn it. Uh, I don't think the heat is going to go easily. So, yeah, I'm very excited for these NBA Finals. Um, I hope Anthony Davis contributes big time. I hope Kuzma can bring them some offense and I hope they can get some help from Rondo. I hope Tyler Hero plays great and gives one of those nights where he drops 30. I hope uh, Jimmy Butler can just take over a game or so and go for 40. But yeah, I, I got a lot of hopes for this series. I mean... This NBA bubble has me excited about the NBA. It has been one of the best basketball I've been watching in my life. And these these finals just have me excited. I mean, it gives me somewhat a 2004 Detroit Pistons vibe against the Lakers. So it's definitely going to be fun. Uh, Ultimately, I trust LeBron James. So yeah, without anything else to say and without trying to repeat myself too much, Lakers in seven. But this is going to be a heck of a series. So, yeah, that's it. Thanks for joining me again in another Analyst Corner podcast episode. You guys are just amazing. Uh, Thanks for sharing with your friends. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you made it this far, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure you have our podcast liked. Uh, It's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, on Anchor and other streaming services. So, yeah, thanks for the support you've been showing to the Analyst Corner Podcast. If you made it this far, I appreciate it. Um, I enjoy making this for you guys. I hope to see you soon. And let's just enjoy this, this NBA Finals. I mean, I'm excited. And I hope to see you guys on Instagram, debating on this on every post I do. And I will have another episode once the NBA Finals are done. So, yeah, without anything else to say, Thanks for listening, thanks for taking your time, and I'll see you on the next one.